0: Well, hello, 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 y'all. Welcome to Gouda Murder Podcast, where we're all talking about sharp side shooting kills with some spur kicking cheesy thrills. I'm your saddle rattling hostess Kelly, joined by my cowgirls of the rain, Danielle and Keely. Hey. hey. How are <laughs> hey. y'all doing tonight, ladies? So good. Oh, so fiery So good. so relax well tonight 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 we're gonna be on relax in this southern troll that we have i love it dex was not feeling the vibe <laughs> he, is yeah. he is not he's, he's not, not he's <laughs> not he just can't not a vibe? well tonight tonight we will be talking uh mr mcconaughey's all
1: right, homestead
0: all right. texas so i'm like you know Zoning on my natural McConaughey, you know, <laughs> he talks like this. He talks very relaxed. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so yeah, we be talking about Texas tonight, talking about some Texan crimes, talking about some Texas cheese with these Texas mm-hmm. crimes. Keely, can you give us a little bit of a rundown of of our Texas crime tonight?
1: Oh man, we're talking about... Uh... Uh, oh man a lot a lot of murder <laughs> a lot of murder in uh in the houston area
0: houston Ooh. circling back to houston, houston all right yes. all right all right that's where we're,
1: we're hanging we're
0: not dallas it's not you know oh fuck i can't think of anywhere else in texas <laughs> sorry kids del rio del rio uh the Borney. there's a i think there's something there's a there's a place down in okay. borne born in texas born we're midwesterners i really right can't there. okay anyway so we're talking about texas tonight austin. folks awesome there you go austin hey. there you go there you go geez we <laughs> the worst sorry texas i don't know you obviously I... been but there once it was super fun uh, i was there for a one of my, my uh, well absolutely my longest best friend's wedding which is super amazing was it hot it was, I actually, we, they got married in August, which was surprisingly wasn't as hot as hmm. I would have expected it to be. It yeah. was, it was, I always say, a dry heat. Yeah. Dry like it heat. was hot, but it wasn't humid at all. It and wasn't we like
2: were, the air was sticky. Up no, 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 no. It'd be and, good if it wasn't for
0: and that. And they got humanity. married, <laughs> yeah, they got married um, out past like Borny, I think it's called Borney, Texas, on a ranch. It was like a big ranch, essentially like an Airbnb Mm -hmm. or bed and breakfast, whatever. This humongous ranch McMansion. And it was amazing. had their own pool, had this humongous house, like all these different bedrooms. I like that. I loved it. We were there for a long-ass weekend. They got married. We ate food. We swam. We did a Texas scavenger hunt. I don't know what that meant, but like a scavenger <laughs> hunt on the ranch. That was really cool. Aww. There was like these giant, like, these giant, like, bulls or cows or like the big, the mm-hmm, big horns. Like longhorns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, yeah. literally what the, the longhorns. Mm-hmm that was really cool terrifying. didn't get close to them yeah, but they're really cool from a distance <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> didn't get close to <laughs> getting close from a distance but um yeah it was a lot of fun a lot of fun sex was a lot of fun uh again didn't explore too much of it but enjoyed what little experience we had uh on our drive down there the AC busted out because it was so hot like we had to blare it That's so much like in you're the car in thinking. the car it was really mm-hmm. hot mm-hmm. like when you're out where we were it was it was comfortable it was really comfortable it was really nice. okay. mm-hmm. loved it loved it yeah yeah, yeah. Loved yeah. It. Loved it. pre-dexter years no actually it was when dexter was a puppy so Aww. we had a Nobody. we had a we had a little tiny little puppy center and then another night we we're good we we're good but anyway uh back to this story not my good story but maybe a more gruesome story is and that I where you, could you guys be? are prepared Oof. No.
1: No. <laughs> well get ready. <laughs> Are you ready for this?
0: Y'all right. All right. ready for this? All right, well, let's dive into this Texas crime.
1: Okay, so Andrea Kennedy was born July 2nd, 1964. A cancer. Yeah. To yeah. German immigrants Yuda and Andrew Kennedy. Okay. Andrea was the youngest of five, and she and all of her siblings were raised in, raised in a really religious household.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Andrea was... <laughs> <laughs> disdain, disdain, disdain. Andrea was raised to believe that relationships were strictly made for marriage and sex was made for birthing children only. Like you're, you're not doing it for pleasure. You're doing it to reproduce your religious family. Okay. Okay. So throughout her high school career, she did not date anyone, did not make any eye contact with boys, like was not... Was not with it. Always oh, the, the devil, boys, cooties. Instead literally rude. Mm hmm. She was so incredibly smart. I mean, she graduated valid, valid Victorian, but she also showed signs of depression and even admitted to a friend when she was seventeen that she was suicidal. Yeah, mm-hmm. she became a manic, and she struggled with with her mental health like terribly. Um. So, nineteen eighty two. I like I said, she graduated as valid Victorian, and she went on to. Start college for nursing. Ooh, it's good, good for her. So good smart. for her. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she wants Push to through. She wants to help people. She wants to figure, like, maybe if she goes to school, she can figure out what's wrong with her. Yeah, right, um, right, right. But she, she had, like, tried to talk to her parents about, I think there's something wrong with me. And her parents were like, no. Oh, pray it out. You're fa- yeah. Pray pray the mentally unstable away. Play pray
0: happy. the chemical imbalance away. Yeah, there you right. go. <laughs> if
1: you smiling. Yeah, if you try to just, like, Smile more. Smile more? Down. You just need to smile more. Just don't more. think about it. Yeah. yeah. Just chill That's out. Great. It's all good. Mm. So, <laughs> 1986.
0: Literally, it's in <laughs> your head.
1: Yeah, literally. Uh, 1986, she became a nurse where coworkers said she was incredibly caring and an excellent, generous nurse. She did the damn thing. She worked extremely hard. And even there was someone who said she didn't have a bad bone in her body. Mm. Okay. So... so okay. Sure. Okay. 1989. (laughs) (laughs) So, two years later, you know, Andrea's doing really good with her career. She moves into these beautiful sunscape apartments in Texas. I mean, they're very top. Top notch. Top notch. They're gorgeous. Okay. It okay. got a pool. She got Ooh. she fully furnished her own room. Like a gated her... residence. Yes. Own. Yes. Mm. Um, I mean, all bougie people live there. I don't know what I would do if I
0: lived in a place that I, a, a gated pool. I don't know if I would like use it.
1: No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, like I I'm love po- Dunkin. I, I love. La-
0: <laughs> I love a good pool, but I'm, I might also I'm like. I really should be in the sun. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why you go at night. Of... Yeah,
1: exactly. right, 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 right. How do you think I stayed so pale all summer? I'm saying because
0: outside the only night. thing that brightened was she was make. only there at night. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sweet you two, sweet night. Just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so 1989, Andrea met NASA engineer Russell.
0: Oh, NASA. And he
1: goes by Rusty. Ooh, Rusty Gates
0: Rusty Yeats. Yeats. Rusty the astronaut.
1: Yes. Mm. Rose. <laughs> so, Rusty said that he saw her swimming at the pool and thought she was the most beautiful person he had ever laid eyes on. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. How romantic!
2: Wow, so creeping at her while she was swimming, huh? Yeah, yeah yep. yep
1: So yep, he yep. went up and so introduced himself, goes. and then mm-hmm. they made plans to go on a date. And it said that you know they just connected so well over their love for the Lord.
2: Oh, and- sorry. <clears throat> go ahead.
1: And they just they they were. A they were a team, you know?
2: Inseparable. Mm-hmm,
1: yes. Mm-hmm. So, April 17th, 1993, the two married, and they bought a four-bedroom home. Why a four-bedroom home for just the two of them?
0: Oh, we're gonna they were going to repopulate. They were going to fill it with the Lord's children. And
1: I quote, we are going to start a family and have as many babies as God will allow. You know mm. what that means? Call out game week.
2: Ah! They are breeding like rabbits. Holy mm.
1: shit. Mm-mm-mm.
0: So, Good
2: for them, though. You know what? You know.
0: Sorry, 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 sorry for any listeners who have a lot of children and who disgusting. believe, I'm just kidding, be- a little bit, and <laughs> who believe that they are a gift to
1: the world. Mm-hmm. They also are. Disgusting. Um, I have kids. Yeah, I know. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I like the kids, but I like that they can go home. So.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. it's just so it's great. just a lot again perspective no. there is nothing wrong with that mindset it is just not necessarily the mindset of these three women here in this room <laughs> yeah
1: it's not made for everyone um
0: yet. again danielle does have children so I she, just obviously she loves her children but uh i don't have children and keely has decided to permanently mm-hmm. never have children
1: thanks babe love you yeah.
0: And um you know I I I'm I'm more or less on the fence like you know if it happens it happens if it doesn't great um but uh, I'm not out you here have planning dogs. it it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I have dogs. You've That's heard the them all. That's the you'll get to have. That's it. I I, I love caps. I I absolutely love being an aunt. Let's just put it that there way. Yeah, my brothers. My brothers' kids are amazing. Both of my brothers. They have both have a little girl. They're the sweetest, cutest things in the world and I love them so much but uh, you know I don't um, I don't see me having one myself I mean we, have a child. I mean, we, do, we yep. do have a child in this household but he is he's more of a mini man now and mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that he's very independent very uh, very I can do things myself and I'm going to weigh yeah. my own ass. Yeah. Yeah. Mean weigh my own ass. Yeah. Again, not we're not we're not we're not shaming anybody's lifestyle or wannabe mm-hmm. lifestyles, but again, when we say ew gross, it's just kind of like, Ugh. it's just it's just not the general consensus We kind of know
2: you are on a crime story here so yeah, yeah, probably yeah. not going to lead to anything. Yeah, good. yeah,
0: yeah. So anyway, continue. I just want to
2: so they they're going to fill these rooms with babies. They're yes.
1: going to yep. fill yep. these All rooms forward. with babies four bedrooms,
2: for right? the four Lord. room. Yeah, so they got three open bedrooms. Yikes.
1: Okay. So February 26 ninety four, their very first baby boy, Noah Gates, mm-hmm. was born. Oh,
0: I love that name, though mm-hmm. Noah.
1: Mm-hmm. And Andrea left her job as a nurse to become a stay-at-home mom. All right. Mm-hmm. Rusty Stay got a job. fantastic job opportunity, and they moved to Florida. Okay. Gross. Okay. <laughs> Are you? Already, you already know my
0: feelings about Here we Florida. Go. We're going back yeah. uh, I'm
1: God. sorry. I thought you were fed it up, but I am fed uh-huh. it up with Florida. <laughs> so- <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. So after, so they moved to Florida shortly after Noah was born, and on December fifteenth, ninety five, John Yates was born. Mm, John.
0: So they they did, Noah,
1: they did a, a little they did a little break, and then yeah, Paul was born on September thirteenth, nineteen ninety seven. So I mean, they're doing a little too... In between. I mm-hmm. did
2: three three year difference. I think that's a little better. But you know, mm-hmm. yeah. each, three, again, three years again. between each.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. So nice.
1: they <laughs> so they moved back to Texas and instead of buying a home again, the Yateses bought a GMC motorhome from someone named Michael Warnicki. Okay. Okay. That motor life. And they have how many kids at this point? Two? three. Three, three and kids and at this
0: three point. Five in a motorhome. Mm-hmm. Um I don't all, think so. All babies. So... I mean
2: they were young, toddlers. Yes.
0: Yeah, So little, they can, you, they can squeeze into a same room. And that's, mm. nah. They're in they a, a motorhome. And they are a lot. The kids at that age are a fucking lot.
2: crazy. So yeah. who's
1: who's Michael oh. Warniecki?
2: Yeah, who is this person that gave them this motorhome or sold them this motorhome?
1: Find out after this cheese break. Uh
0: well, come well, on. What? I- <laughs> all right all right all right so we're back to texas we're back to mcconaughey texas and cheese and cheese so today we're talking about munster again because we're back in texas and apparently munster is pretty prevalent in texas which i would not have assumed
1: I love your accent. (laughs) Thank you very much. You're like an old man. Please keep going. Uh, I would not have a say.
0: I really, uh, I'm so sorry if anybody is like butchered, uh, like really offended by this, but I'm just like, I am. loving it. I'm channeling. It's not stereotyping. It's, it is a Texan (laughs) accent. I could or could not be butchering it. And that is.
1: You'll never know.
0: I will. If you, if you email us, kiddos, gouda.com podcast goda nope. dot
1: murder at gmail.com <laughs> try again it's like i work here or something like that Dude. it's like <laughs> it's like i'm part of
0: this i should probably know guda <laughs> <laughs> dot murder at gmail.com mm,
1: tell I'm me so, how so much free. you hate
0: this accent so we are gonna be talking about texas cheese and what better what better to talk about texas cheese is by to naming by naming some of these check texas (laughs) texas these texas cheese makers all right there's a lot of them all right right, all right all right so there's a few of them now so i'm gonna rattle off i'm gonna rattle off a few names of these of these texas Cheese makers. Right. Just so you all have a, where, a wherewithal with knowledge <laughs> <cutting> of, <laughs> of of these establishments. I feel like this isn't getting better.
2: a wherewithal of these establishments of
1: chair
0: Y'all are not being professional. Sorry. Being are they real. part of the cheese guild? Yeah, they are. They're by the Texas Cheese Guild. The check, the Texas Cheese Saw Rangers. Is that a serious thing? No. Serious <laughs> <right now? laughs> I was like, were you really reading that? I love that. She looks very good. She did. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm just right. leaning into it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all, right. all right. So some of these Texas cheese makers are really renowned. So they got the mozzarella company in Dallas, Texas. Ooh, you have the brazos valley cheese in waco texas Ooh,
1: waco eagle eagle
0: mountain Farmhouse cheese in lippin l-i-p-a-m mm. lippin texas Don't live and off. uh riverway creamery in shirts texas no C-H- shirt, no shoes no yeah. service no cheese s-c-h-e-r-t-z shirts all shirts. Say shirts all shirts all shirts and uh, we cannot room, talk you? about Texas cheese without talking about the Houston Dairymaids. What? Yeah, Houston Dairymaids. That's where our story is today, too. Isn't Houston. Y'all? Y'all? And we are talking okay. about these ladies because they have the their own website. Maids. Google them. Look them up. Houston Dairymaids. They travel around Texas to network with Texan dairy farmers <laughs> and cheesemakers. Look at. <laughs> Looking for the cheeses made by hand, or preferably unpasteurized milk. You choose the cheese, and they taste the best. Offer in their own selection. You know, they got the goods of the Houston Dairy Maids.
1: And so, what these Dairy
0: Maids do, they have a website, and what they do is, I'm on it right after, now. Yeah, after they go around seeing these dairy farmers and cheese makers, they list these. Texan-owned dairy and cheese ladies, cheese makers, ladies, these cheese shops on their website, and then you can go on their website and see all these Texas-made cheeses, and they start from wholesale. They started in wholesale in 2007, originally opened a shop to the public full-time February 2012. So wow. now so now it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's growing. It's growing. So they offer free taste testing of five a cheeses welfare, ranging in different styles of milks and origins, <laughs> acting like an intro to collection of their over 150 cheeses.
1: Can we talk to our patients like that? No. And they, they have, have cheese it. trays. <laughs> these cheese they trays do either. cheese
0: trays. And again, primarily, these are all Texas cheesemakers. They're all local, all within the state of Texas. are These Houston dairy maids promote all Texan, primarily. 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 I don't want to say 100% because I can't say 100%, but primarily. Texas cheese makers
2: They also give you items that you may want to include Like powders, organic crackers Mm -hmm. And also different wines
0: Mm -hmm. That's really cool So if if you're in Texas Look up these again Houston Dairy Maids I'm sending a shout out Where you you can (laughs) order Your own local Texas cheese They make again Charcuterie board Supplies supplies. You can get cheese trays and gifts to order they will order them. They will send them out, ship them Pick out. Pick up a local delivery. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. All right. And we're going to cut that. Not not cut oh, that. No, I'm
1: keeping this. No. We're not <laughs> any of this. And are you still
0: rolling? Yes. Okay, no. good, good. I'm, I'm like, oh, wait, wait. I really <laughs> don't want you to stop recording. <laughs> no, no. So anyway, so anyway, so that that's Texas. So yeah, these Houston Dairy Maids, go to their website where you can find other Texan local cheesemakers, dairy farms, their websites, their own sites. And it's just a great it's again, I can't think of it anymore. Like It's just a great site where if you're from Texas or surrounding areas of Texas, where you can get all these amazing different types of artisan artisan like cheeses um, made to order. You can do special events. They do some of the sites do, um you know, like um, special orders, cheese trays, gifts, or like even something like where they would uh catering. Some some of them actually do like some sort of catering supply as well. So check them out. It's really cool. Not from Texas, but it seems really cool. I wish we had it here. Yeah, that would be really dope. I'm just reading the descriptions on these cheese and like. Yeah, it's really cool. Really it's, good. A, it's a whole thing. It's a whole yeah. thing. Um, So, Munster cheese. Getting back to Texas cheese, Munster cheese is a semi-soft cheese from the U.S. It's thought to be an immigration of a Alsatian, A L S A T I N, Alassian, Alassian Wash Rhine Munster cheese. You're introduced mm. by German immigrants. Oh, wow. So this Munster cheese wow. that we have, and Andrea's parents were German immigrants. Oh, is yep. Oh my goodness! Did you guys I... research together? No, one hundred percent did not. So, um, cool. so this oh. Munster cheese, M-U-N-S-T-E-R cheese, uh. is introduced by German immigrants. It is not related to the German cities of Munster, uh, but more so a Munster, which is a Munster in Al Al. I'm going to butcher this. Alsace, Alcia, France. Okay. Which used to be a Area in Germany. So yes. now, today, now it is France. Yes. But back then, back in
2: that time, back was, in that time, yeah.
0: it was Germany. Okay. Back in, back in my day. And so these German, now France immigrants, however you want to think about it, mm-hmm. uh, brought this cheese to the US, which we then kind of um, created the new spelling or a different spelling, spelling of M U E. N S T R E distinguishes oh the God American God. cheese from the originating Munster cheese M U N so just cheese. the E. So the Americans added the American. E I don't know why we of added course. the E we, we are fucking complicated. complicated. Yeah, like, we I had mean, just... yeah, we had to jazz it up somehow. I, I would some think letters in. honestly I would have thought it would be backwards where it was yeah. Munster cheese the M U E N from, you know, Europe and then we just chopped that off and it was no, it's Munster cheese. Yeah, but, no, we didn't we did it the backwards way. So um it again it is a cow's milk cheese, light in color, has that orangish red rind to it. Similar to a rind that you would have with a cheddar or Kobe, mm-hmm. other rind cheeses. It is great for fondues. I believe we've probably mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Um, it is similar to a Swiss and or mozzarella cheese. Not necessarily <gasps> cheddar. Hey, cool. And... Um, <laughs> my mom voice coming out <laughs> my mom dog voice and um yeah it, it again it's very light light cheese it pairs well with a lot of types of salty meats which mm-hmm. again it kind of kind of has like a saltiness to it but again it's like a subtle very, very s- subtle saltiness very subtle very subtle but yeah. And it goes well, again, with the hams, turkeys, more of like those sodium-rich meats, deli meats, I would say, yep, deli meat. Yep. Um, but it's also really great with apples, grapes, and raspberries, as well as wines of a lighter red or sweet variety. So that's what we have today, ladies. And what do we have? We have, okay, I know we're, I know we love our cheese and apples. That has been hereforth established, mind-blowing, I think we established that on like the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apples and cheese. If you haven't tried it out yet, folks, you're please swacking. do. Please, please, I don't please. Know why do. you're Still listening to us. If you, you have haven't not. done a some sort of cheese with a Honeycrisp apple, I mean, it you, doesn't you, have to be, be Honeycrisp, but that's that's that is that is our go-to choice. I mean, we are Midwesterners, so kind of bear with us. But whatever kind of apple you're, whatever you're enjoying, in yeah, whatever's in season. But again, Honeycrisp is the best apple anyway. Um, <clears> and and we also have a sweeter. White, I say white-ish wine, ladies. Okay, so so it is Brown. Texas. It's, it's Texas. A so hold on, let me get it. Let me get it on. Let me get. It. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. So this evening for our wine pairing, I was thinking, oh, it's Texas. What kind of like a Texan southern drink can you think of? As your me 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 me. What is it? Sweetie? It's <gasps> a sweet tea. sweet tea ladies I love me some, I love sweet, me tea. Mean, some sweet tea I, I believe and I don't mean to cause offense to any southerner but I believe y'all like your sweet teas a little bit you like your bit. sweet teas uh, I'm I'm not I don't think that's wrong in assuming in a, in the most well-natured way because you know we all midwesterners you know what we like is our cheese and our beer and that's yeah. uh that's nothing against me it's just lean a of I don't think so. Anyway. Never. So for our, our sweet tea, our leaned-in tea kind of feel, I mm-hmm. paired it with a wine. And so tonight we have a Sutter, Sutter Home Peach Tea Wine Cocktail uh-huh. Mix. Sure. It is a black tea with peach. Deliciously sweet wine blended with real tea. And that's what we're going to be trying with our monster cheese tonight, ladies. Uh, Yeah, Sutter Home. We love you so much. Please sponsor us if you'd like to. Anyway. If you'd um, like to. You don't have to. You You don't don't have to. I'm going to be still spilling how much I love this wine. So it doesn't matter. Take it or leave it. Anyway. So, tonight, the ladies,
2: that you have is killing me. It's
0: tonight, so, ladies, it's so natural.
1: Me with that
0: accent. <laughs> all right, ladies, so let's take, let's take a bite of our cheese, which I know we actually, you know, spoiler alert, we've been eating it all night and it's delicious. Um, take a bite of your cheese, just get that overall natural flavor of it. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. So good. It is white. It's kind of like a, it's creamy, but it's like um the texture of it. Describe the texture to me, ladies. It's like a white, soft, crumbly cheese. Reminds that me of a, a, reminds of, me a, yeah. of, a of A little bit. Yeah, a little
2: A bit little a. wet. Like a, like a, cojito, a little a less, cheese. Mm-hmm. It's not as
0: sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is like the taste of it again is more of like a mozzarella yes, softness creaminess, nice. but the texture the texture is when you bite into it it's soft but it also has like this crumbly consistency of it almost like a feta. I'm not feta up with it, but that it is drier though. Feta is that's much that's more very dry. moist. That's feta the is moist, but it definitely has a higher crumbliness to it. It, it and it, feta also has a much sharper taste, mm-hmm. whereas this is very very light very very milky and so we're gonna take a bite of our of our monster and or take a drink either or dealer's choice if you want to take a drink first and then take a bite or bite with your drink keely you have to do it because i already the- did. i know <laughs> you do but you missed it you oh, have to do it no. you jumped the gun <laughs> i was like all right she's going
1: for it yeah no, no you had it in your right. mouth for like 30 seconds Yeah, just gonna swish it
2: around Thank okay you. take it oh sorry for our listeners.
0: Mm, I like it. No, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, Keely make it make it sounds way more scarier. But again, Keely is our notorious on-site non-winer. On. The wine,
1: she's good. the winer.
0: The wine winer. Let me whine about this. Let me whine about this. The, wine, about this.
1: the wine, <laughs> wine is good. The cheese is good. The wine and cheese do not. I did not like together.
0: Okay. Well, they weren't exactly an exact pairing. Okay. That's leaning in. That's still good. You can do You can still do the apple and cheese. Yeah,
2: I did. There you go. There you go.
0: There you go. There you go. All right, listeners. So, if you would like, I highly suggest if you are into the southern (laughs) ladies trying to do a thing here for our listeners. (laughs) <laughs> who would like to enjoy the niceness of what we're having tonight, I highly suggest you go to your nearest grocery because Sutter Home is everywhere. And let's be honest. Sutter Home, your wide variety of ranges and where you sail to is outstanding. Go and find <laughs> hell yeah.
1: Go and find <laughs> this. Yeah, shut up. Let her finish. <laughs> Breathe, motherfucker.
0: Set so the home. I found it at Walmart. It's delicious. It's my go-to. Okay. And I love a tea. At Busy's? Not at Busy's. Stop. At Walmart. Walmart. And Munster cheese. I got this block of Munster cheese. Not, not the deli meat Munster cheese. No, let's be honest now. We got we the, the block in the deli. Don't get that pre-sliced stuff. Get DIY, do it yourself. Yeah, do, DIY, do it <laughs> <Not> yourself. Not DIY. <laughs> we, uh, we cut this
2: cheese here. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We've I been mean, cutting cheese all night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, try it out. Try it out. Uh, definitely look up the Houston Dairy Maids. Uh, they will definitely be able to steer you into a Texan cheese direction that you, not, that you were not. That yeah, the Longhorn steer That's right, into wrong. this <laughs> Texan delight of cheese. Learn some stuff and uh, let us know what you find out, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, remember, our email is Guda dot murder at gmail.com there you go flawless, wow flawless and uh again just send us a quick hi hello uh of your tips
2: let us know if you'd like kelly to continue to talk in the southern accent for continuing episodes it's not southern because i i would like to i would like to start that
0: and if you're offended send us an email maybe send me a voice recording so i can get
1: it right next time <laughs> There you go. that would be
0: excellent hey,
1: you're about to get cussed out by 20 different accents now perhaps (laughs) anyway
0: i love you texas and i'm gonna cut this cheese break and get it back to keely's story thanks bye
1: okay so michael warnecki
2: yeah who the hell is this guy yeah
1: look you shut the fuck up i did Michael Oraneky is a street preacher of denom- the non-denominational. Denom- oh my gosh! Sorry. Oh my lord! I'm talking way too fast. I got so excited because of Kelly's accent. The now. There we go. Michael Oraneky is a street preacher of the non-denominational Christian ministry, who spoke of the fire and brimstone sinners, which. What is that? It's. I don't know. I bet you'll tell us. <laughs> I'm going to. Tell us so, <laughs> this it's kind spicy. of preaching is basically if you are living a lavish lifestyle, or if you are doing anything that has to do with not living for God, then you're a sinner. You're going to jail, mm-hmm. jail, prison, jail. hell, whatever. Yeah, you're if a prison of life. Yes, if if you have if you have belongings, you are not.
2: You're not a follower of God, you know. You you're, you have ties to this world. You're, yes, you're you're you know worshiping mm-hmm.
0: something other than God. I like my stuff, okay? Just bag off. Yeah, you well, know. you're going. to You're going. To...
1: Oh,
2: stuff. That girl is that. Girl. Oh,
1: he's You're going Look to stuff. double
0: hockey
2: sticks.
1: I can not even record
0: out your window because there's so many fucking plants in here. I
1: <laughs> <know>. So, <laughs> well, well it's
0: pressed against this wall,
1: it's fine. While they lived in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, Andrea came across Michael Warnicki and his street preaching, and she was like, oh my gosh, his oh, following, yeah. his his word of God is just incredible. And I
0: I the have to follow this man. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And so they end up, like I said, they moved back to Texas. And so they had signed up for Michael Waronecke's um news newsletters. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she would get them so often. And you know, she became very close to Michael Warnecki and his wife. And basically they would send letters back and forth and They had talked about how they didn't like the way that she was raising her kids because she lived in a home and that you know you need to get rid of all of your belongings and you need to start raising your children so they can go to heaven and so she was like all right bet so she told rusty that you know i i know that i'm a housewife but i don't plan on going back to work now because i need to follow the lord and the lord doesn't want me to work and the lord wants me to do nothing but focus on my family and
0: the lord Mm -hmm. and I can understand wanting to focus on being just a mom, because especially if you have more than two kids or even just one kid, I'm not even saying you have to have more than one kid to want to be a focused mom. Um, but
1: also that does kind of sound little crazy. Mm-hmm. So Andrea followed Michael's lifestyle and preaching and Rusty still was a NASA engineer. So oh, yeah. and man of science. And he, mm. he also was very into Michael Warnecke's preaching. He was... Interested in following this practice other than leaving his job. He's right. like, I can't support my family right. off, of, off of God. And right, so no, I'm sorry. him and Michael kind of didn't get along in that aspect of it. But, you know, Andrea followed this. And so Michael said, well, I have a motorhome that you guys can buy. And you guys can live in that. And Rusty was like, all right, good enough. Uh, so they bought, enough. they <laughs> bought this motorhome from Michael Morinicky, and they moved the family of the three boys and then the two of them in there, and said, "Hell yeah, I'm like get it." <laughs> and Let's so get this bridge. yeah. So, so like I said, Rusty had refused to leave his job, uh, and they still followed what he did, whatever Andrea said. So, you know, if Andrea said this is what we're doing with this following, then I'll do it. Right? Which isn't
2: really biblical because the man. Well, he's the leader of the home.
1: So he he did. He was he was the leader of the home. However, if the yes, they, if we can't go to this church, we're going to follow Michael Warren following, and that's kind of how it went. Mm. So Rusty was like, "All right, I mean, as long as we can keep mm. producing these kids, I like producing these kids, baby. <laughs> yeah, so he, whatever you want to yeah, do. Are we going to church <laughs> seven days a week? All right. Do yeah, we, yikes. Do we get to reproduce after? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. February 15th, 1999, their fourth son, Luke, was born. Mm-hmm. So we got Noah, John, Paul, Luke. Hmm. Yeah. Really biblical <laughs> there. Very. Y- yes. Yep.
0: Have, are those mm-hmm. are chapter names or what? I don't know. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> so Andrea had started showing very deep signs of depression and admitted to even seeing and hearing the devil after after her fourth son was born. So this was in February. In June, or June 16th, 1999, Rusty had come home from work to see Andrea having a nervous breakdown and she was chewing her fingers. Not her fingernails, her actual fingers. It was... <laughs> it was insane. And he freaked out and... Said you, you, know, you gotta, you gotta chill out. We'll figure this out. And so the next day, she tried to kill herself by overdosing on some medication that she found in their, in their motorhome, bathroom. So. She was very depressed, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, so, sick at at uh, some sort of level, yes. not feeling herself. So Rusty had enough and wanted his wife back, and he took her to the hospital. Right. And after examination, they said that it was normal postpartum and gave her antidepressants. Mm. Okay,
2: and then sent her back into the same environment.
1: Yep, right. So right. shortly after her visit, Rusty found <clears throat> uh, found her in the bathroom at I believe their her parents' home or his his parents' home. No, I'm sorry, it was her parents' home. They went to like go visit or something, and she was in the bathroom with a knife up to her mm. neck, and she was begging, begging Rusty to let her kill. Killed herself. Oh, and no. he was like, Ew, no. Ew, no. Ew, no. He like, Oh, no, babe, no, no. He no, like no, no, cornered no. her in the bathroom, got the knife away from her. Ugh, that's so scary. Whatever. Went back to the hospital and they diagnosed her with postpartum psychosis. Yeah. Okay. So like, almost like
0: postpartum, like almost like schizophrenia. Not mm-hmm. really, but yet, kind of. Yeah, if she's, yes, saying yes. she's,
1: Yeah. So postpartum depression versus, wet, yep, too. Too. versus the psychosis yeah. is, um, Oh, my gosh. How did it go? It was, I mean, they're two totally different things, but they come with typically after pregnancy or after birth is complete and you go through all these hormones and you're trying to rebalance yourself and your body's just, it it keeps trying to reproduce because it still thinks that you have a baby in there, whatever. Right, right. And
2: you're breastfeeding, too, on mm -hmm. top of it. And the, mm -hmm. the
1: downside with the psychosis is well, I mean, it, the the downside it's, it's of terrible, the psychosis, There's but no but postpartum psychosis is more likely to occur with people that do have um, depression or schizophrenia. Yeah, right. And it, it's more likely to happen. It's it's longer a longer term and more in a higher um, concentration. Oof. Oof. So it's and that's it's not so scary. That's... It's not just like the postpartum blues. It's no. It's heavy. It, it's yeah. I mean you.
0: And that's also. I'm sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, you're that. good. You're good. I'm just. I'm thinking that as a person who has anxiety and depression, who is medicated for that anxiety and depression, being becoming pregnant or choosing to be pregnant and have the baby and 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 want that life, that is also a huge huge choice because when you're pregnant
1: usually you have to go off all that medication Mm
2: -hmm. because it's not good
1: for the baby Mm -hmm. 100 you have to switch it up to something that is she she was never on medication prior to no and then and and that's even more scarier too Mm -hmm. because like
0: whether you're medicated or not becoming pregnant i mean obviously i don't have that experience but like i understand the fact that your body your body is going through such a massive amount of change where that's physical hormonal mental it's all connected it's all your body Mm -hmm. it's all your body you're growing this you're growing this other life force in you your hormones are through the roof because again those hormones are helping grow that body your hormones will also interfere with how your mental stability is or isn't or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. and then after you have the baby your body is still thinking oh we still have the baby for x amount of time it's Mm -hmm. it's crazy and and so that's also like a really scary thing so going back to what we were kind of talking about a little earlier today or earlier in this episode i mean that you know it it's not a when we say ew, gross pregnancy <clears throat> ew, gross the Lord having all these kids, it's it's not just like ew, it's not it's not being Selfish and being right. being negative towards people who choose to have kids. It's 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 wrong thinking all...
2: about your well-being and the well-being of the mom that is yeah, being put in this situation exactly. unknowingly because she was born into a situation like exactly. this, this. Or or
0: thinks that this is my duty, this is my responsibility, whether or not that's yeah. the the thought process, or or even like just like even thinking as a third party person like me, myself, Keely who chooses not to have kids, me thinking like, Oh, if it had happens it to you having children like we're all part of the spectrum and it is it, it's it's crazy it's crazy and well, crazy. we're all over the place and I think we're all at one point on a certain level and to hear to hear the facts that this person this woman was dealing with this and not just this person not this not just this woman, but having to know that there's other women out there. Yeah. There's there's other individuals going through this currently who are facing this currently aftermath whatever you want to call it even if you have the child decide to give it up you're still going through, mm, right, or, or want to go, go through it can't for whatever reason mm-hmm. can't go through with it your body's saying no this is just not us and and going through all of that emotional damage is a lot it's, it's a, a lot, lot of shit. it's a lot of things and so again when we go Ugh, gross uh, uh, it's just like it's all encompassing And so hearing that, I'm I'm still saying, oh, my God, gross. Like, I'm not saying gross, but it's -hmm. it's more like a gross me saying, oh, that's scary as hell. Mm -hmm. Oof, Mm -hmm. that is terrifying because, oof, people go through that. I don't think me personally, knowing that I'm going through what I go through on a normal basis, would be able to go through that afterwards you know you, yep, you get you get yep. scared of the future you get scared of like Sorry. oh my goodness like what could happen if oh I choose goodness. to do this or you know again it's, it's really just weird. a lot it's a lot it's a lot so not to get heavy not to get light but I just want to like throw that into the <laughs> that realm that was that was heavy that, that was, was I mean it's serious it's a it's a serious thing. That's why we're here. Oh, we're oh not our, we're not also just talking about the crime, but like I don't want to yeah. I don't want anybody to feel bad because we're like oh my god that's disgusting. Oh my god that's gross. It's not gross. We just
2: kind of know where this story is going. It's as well. just
0: intense. It's You'll intense. Because we're all having our own feelings. The three of mm-hmm. us are all going through some sort of feeling, and I'm feeling that. I'm feeling oh my god. I don't know if I could do that. Like oh my god. Like she's having this issue. Mm-hmm. I've had postpartum with all three of my kids,
2: so. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Not, it's fucking not fun. And then no. having depression, anxiety on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And then having her raised in a it's very, that type very, of, like, religious mm-hmm. home. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a Ooh. mixture
0: for uh Ooh. bad. i yeah. 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 cocktail here. Yeah.
1: Okay, is <laughs> So, <sighs> Andrea was put on a charcuterie board of antipsychotics. Mm, okay.
0: Well, antipsychotic
1: yeah. drugs and mood stabilizers. Good. Rusty said there was an immediate change to Andrea, and he felt like he got his wife back. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, she's getting back. sounds of yep. when you. <laughs> yep. Or- said that he had the most one-on-one conversation with her that they had ever had in their entire relationship. Mm-hmm. He was, it so impressed that you know he, he has his wife. So Andrea was released. Rusty brought, <clears throat> sorry, brought her home and. Thought it'd be easier for them to not feel so cramped up in the bus, mm. and he bought he bought a house. A three-bedroom home. Okay.
2: So downsizing from yep. their original four-bedroom home, but upsizing from their uh-huh. camper, essentially, uh-huh. what they've
1: had. So, uh, technically, they turned it into a two-bedroom home, because the third bedroom, they turned into storage. Why? I don't know. So they had all of the boys...
2: In one bedroom? In one
1: bedroom. They were all... Not Not little, okay. and then I they know had that's
2: crazy, dude. Ah!
1: And they had their hate his own disgruntledness mm-hmm. of uh, disapproval. Ah! Yes. So, so Rusty thought that you know maybe maybe living in this tiny cramped bus was too much. So they bought he bought the home farm. Okay. okay so mm-hmm. he was still working. She was a stay at home mom. Doctor Starbranch was the was the physician or the psychiatrist who prescribed the medication. And was following up with Andrea and a couple. I think it was a couple weeks later, and said that you know Andrea said she was feeling great. She was feeling like herself again. She wasn't hearing or seeing the devil anymore. Mm. Good. Good, good. Said that her and Rusty were ready to try for another baby. Oh god. Oh no, nope. you're not. <laughs> and Star, Star Brand said, "That's mm-hmm. girl. If you don't." Chill the fuck out. She didn't say that. She said, Hey, I'm going to urge you to not you just got do your this. I'm going to professionally
0: balance. suggest you don't reproduce anymore
1: for the yeah. stability of your mental and overall health. Yep.
0: <laughs> Something professional. Yeah. Though yeah. Though. I, that's I mean, so- that's,
1: that's probably what happened. <laughs> so she urged them not to do this and said that if you do, Andrea's postpartum psychosis is going to come back with a vengeance. Well, I bet it will. It's going to be a lot harder to maintain and, and get under control and chill out and. They didn't care. So, Rusty. Rusty said that they can handle it, and the medication is available if it happens again. We can do it. It's fine.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Even though she almost killed herself.
1: Yep. Twice. Twice. So, Andrea stopped taking her meds because they decided they are going to go for babies. Mm-hmm. Plus, Michael. wasn't enough. Anyway, was plus, right. P- Pastor Michael Warnick, he said doctors and medicine are the devil. Yeah.
2: Even though her husband is a scientific
1: engineer. Mm. Yep. fine. Yep. So well, that was. That a lot of knowledge swarming around that household. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was March of 2000. And then in November, November 30th, Mary, their first daughter oh, was Mary. born.
0: I love that name, Mary. I would, I, I've always wanted, I've always, I love naming anything, mm-hmm. but I love the name Marigold. Oh, and either you. calling her Mary M A R I, oh, or Goldie. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! You know that's just me. That's just, oh my goodness! But I love the name Mary. Mary, it's a good, solid, good, solid biblical name.
1: Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> Mary is born, and it seemed that Andrea was not going through this postpartum psychosis. Not oh, yet. Not, not yet through
0: the change yet.
1: March. March 2001. So a couple months after baby Mary was born, mm-hmm. Andrea's dad died. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's a trig. She was still off her medications mm-hmm. and she went through the spiraling depression
0: yeah. where
1: she stopped eating.
0: Nope.
1: She yeah. stopped feeding her baby Mary mm. and then said that her children were straying away from God oh no and she needed to save them Mm
0: -hmm. and when
1: family asked you know what makes what makes you think that these kids are straying away from god and she's like well when oh my gosh what is rusty's mom dora when Dora comes to visit, Rusty's mom comes to visit from out of town, she says that Noah, the oldest, will, you know, talk back to his grandmother or he doesn't respect her, mm. neither do the rest um, of the so toddlers, children. the yes. children. sassafras mm-hmm, That she said that, you know, that's not something God would, would appreciate. Um, oh, With well, their little kids. So, yep. And then she had also mentioned that the devil has marked her. And she had 666 on her head. Mm. She had scratched the top of her scalp so badly to try to remove. Oh. Okay. Disgusting. So, so she, she's picking at herself. She, she's beating She's going her. through psychosis. Yeah, yes. Like
0: there's a psychop- there's, there is a psychopathy where you like
1: pick at yep. yourself. Yep. So she was picking at her scalp. She would manically read the bible trying to find scriptures to to relate to or try to calm herself down and it would be at any time i mean they'd be in the middle of dinner and she'd freak out and go find her fucking bible and start start reading out loud to the children to her husband to anyone that would listen (laughs) so april of 2001 andrea was hospitalized and a different doctor was treating her, and Rusty had requested that, Do you think you can give her the same medication that Dr. Starbranch gave her back in '99? Mm-hmm. And this doctor said, No, I'm the doctor. You're not. You don't know what you're talking about. She doesn't need well,
0: that. My talk like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so after seven days of Andrea being in this hospital, they released her because her insurance was maxed. Of course. Not because she was better. Welcome to America. and her doctor told rusty she should not be left alone with the children Mm. and until she is better behaved Mm. rusty's mom and dora and they didn't give her any medication when when
2: she left because her insurance was mm. maxed
1: out out, correct uh yes i'm sorry gave her a month's supply of uh antidepressants Okay.
2: nothing for the psychosis that she was previously diagnosed for
1: no. that would make sense right yeah. right that would be way too simple okay guys so rusty and dora his mom had decided that they were going to tag team so she is in town right now and that you know it, andrea can't be left alone with the kids so right. if rusty's home during the day or whatever then he's hanging out with andrea and the kids and then when he goes to work rusty's wow. mom dora comes and hangs out with her or whatever Right. So May third, two thousand one, Dora and Andrea were home and Andrea filled the tub in the middle of the day for no reason other than to kill her kids. No Dora the reason. <laughs> Dora found her and asked, Hey hey girlfriend, you know, why are you filling the tub up? It's two of the in the afternoon. Yeah, it's some shit and she's like, Oh, I'm just gonna kill the kids. She did not say that. What'd she say? Yeah. Said, that, said that she she's going to take care of the kids <gasps> and she was like uh, they already had like their baths today or we're not going to give them a bath till tonight she's like oh okay so Dora told Rusty and Rusty called and tried to get her into Dr. Starbranch Dr. Starbranch is occupied so went to go see a different psychiatrist the next day and said that Andrea was actually just suicidal and not to be concerned or worried about harming her children even though she literally just So, Rusty and his mother, Dora,
0: decided him, Dora. that
1: they were going to, they believe the psychiatrist. They're like, all right, yeah, she's a sheer ish idol.
2: And she's not going to hurt her kids.
1: Yeah, she's definitely, she would never hurt her kids. Uh, never. But Rusty decided that Andrea needs to start caring for the kids and becoming independent again so Rusty's mom can go back home. And she needs to live a normal, wifely, motherly lifestyle. Duty lifestyle. Yeah, there's no need for you to have to depend on other people. You're an adult. Gross. Okay, no. That's disgusting for you to think that way. Um, There's a quote that says it takes a village. Okay, figure that shit out. Whether it's a hired village. village or relative village, it takes a freaking village. Especially five fucking kids, all under the age of ten. Yes,
0: yeah, like seven. But, it I think it, the oldest that's, was like
1: six, seven. My
0: mom mm-hmm. is the youngest of five kids. I don't know how my grandma did it. Mm-hmm. She. did a different she, time. It
2: was straight up a different time back
0: then. Different we'll time, that. like my grandma worked as a nurse, and I don't know how long she worked until my mom came along but eventually i don't know if my mom if my grandma was like i i actually don't know i i, I should know but i don't know sorry but um yeah treatment. all all uh, all the kids were probably my uncle andy which is the oldest was probably around like maybe like an eight or yeah. nine year difference from my mom and yeah all these That's kids that. all these kids mm-hmm. on a farm um, I don't know how she did it. I don't know who watched who, who didn't watch who. There was a lot of not watching mm-hmm. each other. I'm sure. I mean, I've heard the family stories, like, but at the same time, like my, you know, mom, grandma, grandpa, they were there. But I'm like, that is a lot. Yeah, a lot. we have we have families that come into our office, Keely, that have like four or five um, kids, and I'm like, Jesus, mm-mm. like we want to all come in on the same day. No. We have to do this, and now. Well, well, I mean, mom no. and dad, they uh—they juggle it. Mom brings these kids, dad brings these. these.
2: Yeah. Appointments.
0: And I'm like, oof. That is... It's annoying.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm
2: proud of you, but... It is easier to do them on the same day, but it's way more of a fucking hassle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah. Anywho, I get it. I, I get kids. it. You don't have a lot of kids. <laughs> you can have kids! I'm all for kids. Not. Uh, or if you can afford all them kids, there get you a go. nanny. Get some go. help.
1: So... Rusty and Dora, these super professional people, decided that they were going to have Andrea be with the kids for an hour alone once a day or an hour each day. Because typically it would be Rusty would leave for work and it would take about an hour for Dora to get there, or vice versa. It takes Mm. an hour for Rusty Mm. to get home. Dora's already left for the day, whatever. Yep. So, So they would pick. Alright, so she's gonna, you're gonna be here in an hour, cool. Andrea would get up with Rusty, they'd make breakfast, they'd hang out, and then Rusty would go to work, and Andrea would take care of the kids, and then Dora would show up. To help out. Later that day. Yeah, an hour later. Okay. Which is
0: not a long period of time, but also For someone that's
1: not medicated properly. Right, right. has already Has already said what she's gonna fucking yeah. do. Right, no.
0: I I'm not saying it's not a long period of time. But it I am be something
2: normal that right. could be totally doable.
1: Yeah.
0: That's it what I'm is... saying. That's I think an hour yeah. is doable. Not yeah. to say yes. that it is for yes. somebody in her situation. Yeah. But you know how, how fast
1: yeah. Yeah, how fast an hour goes by. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially and I mean she was it like, it it a, she,
1: split. and she was already I mean, she was already doing this prior. And she was doing yeah. it in a bus. Yeah. So Five kids, I mean, an hour probably goes by freaking quick. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, June 20th, 2001, Rusty and the family got up. Andrea was making everyone, you know, their little bowls of cereal or breakfast, whatever it was. And Rusty left for the day. (laughs) (laughs) So Andrea was only going to be alone with the kids for one hour before Dora shows up. You can take it if you want. Thanks. Sorry. (laughs) Healy, sorry Andrea I'm- went upstairs I- and drew a bath in the hour this is the same yep. as that that it, lo- that it took she started with drowning John and then Paul and then Luke. she took them out of the tub, tucked them into bed then she grabbed baby Mary <gasps> did the same thing except Noah, the oldest walked in and said, you know hey mom, what's wrong with my baby sister?" And she tried to grab him, and he ran away. Mm. She chased him down the hallway. She caught him, dragged him back upstairs to the tub. She drowned him too. She took Mary out of the tub, and tucked her in, and laid her on one of her brother's chests—the
0: passed away brother's
1: chest. Yes. Yep. Okay. And she drowned them and then put yep. them all into bed. She left Noah in the tub.
0: <sighs> oh, she left him. Out. She
1: left the oldest. Her firstborn in the tub. She called the police. And uh, <laughs> they thought that someone was in the house with her. Because she called the police and said, I need the police here. And they said, you know, what's wrong? She said, I just need the police here. And they said, is someone with you? And she said, no. She said, the officer that was talking to her said, you know, are you sick? She said, yeah, I'm sick. I need someone to come, come to the house. Gave her the address, whatever. She got off the phone. And she was very calm when she called the police. I bet. Didn't, I bet sound, didn't sound frantic. She was probably in a state didn't... of psychosis. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So then she called right. Rusty and said, it's time. And he said, what do you mean? Time. And she said, uh, or he said, is something wrong? And she said, yeah. And she said, it's the kids. And he said, which ones? And she said, all of them. Oh no. Can you imagine and how so he felt knowing that he put his fucking
2: kids in this situation because he didn't help her?
1: And so this is this is the crazy shit, is Rusty was preparing for an introduction or a meeting for NASA. This was a very large meeting mm. for their next their next big project and he had to leave. Yeah to go home, and I mean, he, he went and found one of his higher-ups and said, I have to leave, it's a family emergency, and they almost, they, I mean, they're going to threaten to fire him. It was an what, important meeting, dude. This, yeah. yeah, this is real big, and he's like, no, there's something wrong, got home, and or he's going home, he calls his mom and said, hey, where are you at? And she said, I haven't even left the house yet. <gasps> what? Like, Why? Or left the hotel or wherever the fuck she was. Uh, she was just diddling. I don't know if she wasn't paying attention to time, or maybe again, she, not maybe she yep, serious. maybe she trusted Andrea a little more than she should have. But whatever. <laughs> so that's a
0: hard that's a hard thing to judge. Mm-hmm. Like, are this is this person really capable? It's like how how could you know this? I mean, how, Dora was the one that walked
2: in on her fucking filling the bathtub saying a month that ago,
1: going
0: to
2: drown her kids, uh-huh. which is why they initiated getting her help again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just going to dilly dally at my hotel room. Yeah. I'm not going to take
1: this seriously. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like, there <laughs> were signs. So the officers weren't sure what they were walking into because the operator said they weren't sure if it was a domestic uh, dispute. And that's mm-hmm. why Andrea called the police. They didn't know if it was. They didn't they know what they were walking into. Yep. They, uh, so there wasn't an ambulance. It was just the police that got there. And, you know, Andrea opened the door and said, I killed my kids. Mm. Immediately
0: fess they yep. know, I wouldn't say yeah, I went
1: to fess up, but like just immediately Yeah, yeah. so said. calm. She's like,
2: hey, uh, you she know." she didn't tell him on the
1: phone. So they, they got there and then he the officer found the the three, four of them in bed. And at first he thought that they were porcelain dolls. Mm. They looked so so cute and kept, and he said, You know, this is so weird, whatever. Goes into the bathroom and sees the tub. Um full with a child laying in there and there is there's puke there's shit there's yeah, yeah. bodily fluids all throughout this tub and yeah just well, that's a, what happens when you mm-hmm. pass and just and a kid in the tub um and he said this was one of the gnarliest scenes he's ever ever experienced mm-hmm. and, you know he was like i've seen murder scenes i've seen blood spills he's like when this this topped friend. it off yeah he was like i was not emotionally prepared for this So he goes downstairs and he's talking to Andrea, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And then Rusty comes home Mm -hmm. and one of the other officers met him at the door and told him outside. Would not let him in the house. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, this is is a crime scene.
1: scene. You can't come in. And Rusty's outside and he's screaming at Andrea, you know, why would you do this? I can't believe you. And so the officer, like, had to walk him to the back of the house and was trying to, like...
0: Calm him down. Calm
1: him down. And then Rusty's mom, Dora, got there, and the the police officer told her, and she started screaming and crying, and Rusty thought it was Andrea outside. And so he tried to, like, come around to the side of the house. The officers wouldn't let him, whatever, whatever. Tensions
2: are raised.
1: Yep. So the very next day... Rusty was being interviewed, and he didn't blame Andrea. He mm-hmm. was like, "It. This is not my wife. This was a mental illness, you know." This. He was totally on her side. He stuck by her, and there was a line in one of the books that I read where he was like, "You know, this is this is my wife. I'm with her till the very end. I'm right or die." I mean, he didn't say right or die, but <laughs> he, he's like, paraphrasing. This, yeah, he's like, die. he's like, this is this is my wife. Like, I. I have to stick by her side throughout everything. This is, this is what the oath I made to her. Oh, no. But what about your kids that you were supposed to Man, fuck the kids. Not literally. No. This was very sad. The, yeah, the kids that you created together, that you yep.
0: loved together, that you loved. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, July 30th, 2001, Andrea's attorney filed motion to seek the death penalty.
0: Mm-hmm. Her attorney. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm.
2: Why did her attorney file that? Mm-hmm. To seek the death penalty? Or did the prosecutors? File prosecutor,
1: up? I think. Pro- sorry, okay. yes, I'm sorry. Okay, yes, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I was sorry. like, even her lawyer Yeah, uh, She's <laughs> batted her off. No, I'm so sorry. She's uh, off. I read that too quickly. Yeah, the prosecutors filed motion to seek the death penalty August 9th, 2001. So just a couple days later, the state of Texas filed motion to. Seek the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, September 12, 2001, Andrea's sanity hearing was postponed because of the 9-11 attack on the World Trade Center oh, and Pentagon. Shit. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. shit. September eighteenth, two 2001, there was a competency hearing that had begun.
2: To make sure that she was competent enough to stand trial. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So just two days later, or sorry. Three, four days later, the 22nd, mm-hmm. Andrea was found mentally competent to stand trial. Jury oh. deliberated for more than eight hours. Dang, okay. You know what, though? Texas is fucking serious about anything. E- like- everything. You don't commit crimes in Texas. Like, mm-hmm. they... Fuck you? You stole a car? Death. Yeah.
0: Life, like, life
1: sentence. She was competent. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Maybe because she knew... Maybe well, it was- What's Competency is like you know... Mm-hmm. You know right
1: from wrong. She, she kn- does.
0: She knew, does. knew that was wrong. She that, very that well could have been that insane was, at the time,
1: though. That was the that like, was the reason exactly. Right so February eighteenth, two thousand two, the murder trial begun. March twelfth, two thousand two, she was found guilty of two counts of capital murder. Mm-hmm. Why only two out of the five? Because they weren't sure if they were going to win the case, and if they weren't, they were going to use the other three uh, uh, to fight again. Because yep. they wanted her to get the death penalty, period.
2: And they probably had a more solid case with those two, which I don't know why those two over the other three, but we've seen yep. that in a lot of our cases before where there's multiple victims, but they choose to only try one or two mm-hmm. of them because the evidence is more solid with those. Yep. And it's more likely to get a conviction versus the other ones.
1: Yep. So that's why. Mm-hmm. So the jury deliberated for less than four hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably
2: what would have. Especially if she was deemed competent, though. Right. Yes What see, the yep. jury yep. is seeing. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> March 15th, 2002, she was sentenced to life in prison after the jury deliberated for only 30 minutes. Wow. Okay, that's a, that's
2: a very short amount of time. 30 uh, minutes where they're like, nope, she's done. I would love to read court records from this case to see what was able to be brought in, like, her previous diagnosis. I have goosebumps. Yeah. Right, you know right, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. To see what the jury... Saw Because, yes, you have to give her the benefit of the doubt with the mental health this situation.
1: Right. Not in 2002.
2: But she also mm-hmm. brutally murdered her children.
1: Right, right. So. So, January 6, 2005. So, she, she's in prison. She's been in prison for a yep. couple years yep. now. Second. <laughs> her convictions were reversed mm. because Dr. Park Dietz, which was one of the psychiatrists that was on... Sat during the trial, yeah, and had given a false testimony. Doctor, Weird, yeah. Doctor Deets said that Deeds. she, Andrea, had watched an episode of Law and Order where a woman Ugh. killed her kids and pleaded insanity, and so Andrea had a good idea. Decided she's going to kill her kids and plead, in, plead insanity so she could get out of going to prison.
2: Did she plead insanity? Was that her plea when she... Okay,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That episode never existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and
0: also, granted, there's like a gazillion Law & Order episodes that are like uh-huh. They probably like made that. a Law & yes. Order episode
2: after this.
0: They did. <gasps> yeah.
1: They, <gasps> they made, and that's that's exactly why. Yeah. So January 9th, 2006, Andrea pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. February 1st, 2006. She was released on bail under the condition she admits herself for a mental to a mental health facility. Okay. I was like, wait. wait. <laughs> Andrea and Rusty got divorced in 2006 and he remarried to Laura Arnold. Mm-hmm. July 26th, 2006, three days after deliberation, Andrea was found not guilty by reason of insanity and was committed to a Texas state mental facility. 2008, Rusty had a son with his son. with his wife Laura Arnold and they got divorced in 2015 because of his trust issues. Right? Yeah. I, I
2: mean, I probably would never be able to uh uh-huh. yep.
1: after that point. So this year, April 6th of this year, of this year, yes,
2: 2022,
1: oh, Andrea had her she has an annual hearing. Yeah. She waived mm-hmm. it um to determine if she is el- eligible to leave the facility. And she said in multiple interviews that she said that she's not fit to leave. She's content and she's healthy where she's at now, uh, but she doesn't think that she deserves to go out into the real world
0: or okay. get out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Good. I, I, it doesn't sound weird to say good for her for saying that. Like, I think I don't good know. for
2: her in a sense of, but she, won't she could be home. rotting in prison right now, and mm-hmm. instead she was fortunate enough to actually be treated for her issues, and she probably knows mm-hmm. if I don't constantly get this treatment every day, I'm gonna go fucking crazy, and I
1: could kill somebody
2: again. Right, but yeah. she
1: she won't talk about those deaths. I bet she won't. She will not. She talked about them in an interview a couple years ago, and it wasn't really talking about them. They asked what she did, and she was I drowned my kids. Like, that was it. They they didn't really... I she
2: lives with so much shame. There
1: wasn't really a... I bet that's what it is. She, oh, yeah, it's so ashamed, mm-hmm. especially even
0: if she's same. been in a psych ward and where she's gotten like maybe like mental health issues, where she's like, "Oh my god,"
2: she's probably on plenty of mood stabilizers to realize right. what the fuck did I do?
0: To, to realize, maybe not. I wouldn't say realize after the fact, but like again, like to realize after the fact, like this is what to to be able to have the time and the professional help, so to speak. Cause I don't I don't know how much. Help that they get yeah. in those facilities.
2: Or at least monitored and probably see a doctor. But weekly. to get yeah. some
0: sort of like clinical guidance into realizing this is what you did, this is mm-hmm. maybe why you did it. Mm-hmm. To have those answers, but then also then have, have to, to exactly to instead get, of just
2: being in prison and being like, Yeah, I'm in here for killing my kids and you get beat up every day, but yeah, you whatever, I don't care. I don't care. But
0: not to say that she mm-hmm. didn't care about her kids but because she was in somewhere way or another going through a psychosis going Something. through some sort of post-mortem which I mean I don't know it's a lot it's oh. a lot
2: Motherhood's no mm-hmm. fucking joke but Oof. reach out for help don't
0: Big. not and not so she is reach out for help but not everybody has help yeah, yeah not everybody everybody has help. I don't think reach she
1: may... out I mean that things... that wasn't really that wasn't really a thing to reach out about back then anyway especially not with a back the religious then,
2: background i mean yeah. even nowadays i know a lot of people with who have very religious families that don't talk about mental health and don't yep. talk about things like that yep. because
0: oh it's not what we are talking about mm-hmm. but why why wouldn't you why why, mm-hmm. why why that's my question why the fuck wouldn't you like it's i not real just smile it's all in your head right and that's crazy to think about like I mean, I have, a guy, I had an uncle who went through schizophrenia and Ooh, or who yeah. had, I wouldn't say went through, but who have schizophrenia. And I don't feel from the way that my family portrays it, that nobody ever said, Oh, it's in your head. Oh, it's in your head. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. You're fine. It was like, no, my, my family encouraged yeah. my uncles. Like, are you taking your medication? You know how it's important to take that because mm-hmm. that that's what makes you feel better. So to speak, and like, oh well, I feel better because I'm on the medication. I don't need it, and and that and that's a loop. And too, that's cause...
2: how the
0: cycle continues. Yes, yeah, so. and that's and that's a slippery slope too. But I mean, yep. I don't know, I don't know. Like, I think I think we're in an age now where I feel it's more accepting. I I would like to hope that it's more accepting. I like I think I think it it's is a more lot accepting. understandable now. Yes, I think it's, it's more accepting it's still, now. It's
1: still hard. hard
2: access to it is yes. a lot harder yep. but it is becoming more yeah. accessible to people who don't have insurance like mm-hmm. better Health and then online stuff mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: versus even the 90s
1: yeah
0: <clears throat> yeah
1: is, so i guess sure. what, are, what are i i was trying to tell kelly while i was doing this research that mm-hmm. i was having a really hard time trying to determine how i felt about rusty because there were two of the books that i read basically made him seem like an awful man. Another another one I read, I mean, they were both very religious people.
2: Here's how I but, I feel like he is still culpable and not equally as guilty as she is, but he does hold some guilt. Yeah. Because so does Michael knew her, He knew of her diagnoses and he willingly Left those children mm-hmm. alone with her,
1: the pastor. No, he
2: didn't know he was gonna. She was gonna yeah. fucking drown him and kill him. But she's
1: crazy. I mean, she's crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, that she's crazy. I would have never left even my dog with somebody yeah. that was showing signs like that, let alone five children.
1: Or even the the so pastor. I feel like he's guilty. The the pastor never even had anything on him. But, but he's a cult leader. He, sh- he You know, they they always get away scot free. He was sending. Letters to her saying that you know she's raising her kids to go to hell and mm-hmm. you know they might as well not even be alive. So she was know? very much brainwashed. yes. So I'm I was trying to, like I said, I'm was trying to really find a happy medium on how I felt about Rusty because I do I do see him as a bad guy, but I also see him as just a dumb, I, just I'm not a dumb, saying He, didn't love his he life can't
0: or his kids. You wouldn't have never known. Yeah. Like, who's to know that yeah. somebody's actually going to do that? Whether they do that to themselves or know. do that I to other kids. But I mean, the, the fact that this bitch was picking things. at the
1: top of her fucking head because she said the devil marked her. Oh, that yeah. that should have been an I indication. Red really flag, were, red yeah, flag, red yeah. I think red there flag. were
2: red flags being literally thrown into these people's faces and they chose to wear go right
1: past rose-colored the, yes. glasses and, and just ignore them. Why, yeah. it. why was, didn't he go back to... Because of
2: their religious upbringing. Because of what, whatever his job because mm-hmm. of whatever they ignore chose it to ignore it and then five innocent children
1: died and why didn't they go back to dr starbridge mm-hmm. why didn't they go back to the original doctor they that helped solve
2: their psychosis originally they believe that one though when they he said oh yeah she's not a danger to her kids she's fine mm-hmm. they didn't they believe him and that's why they were that was that was a that her. was a different doctor i know that yeah, was yeah. after her though and he was like yeah she's not a danger to her kids and then that's when they Started mm-hmm. doing the hour by herself in mm-hmm. between. No,
0: I think they're fully culpable. It's as well. all yeah, responsible. yeah. It's a shared responsibility, no doubt. Correct. I want to know how how Dora feels. oh The fact yeah. the, the fact that I'm dallying at the hotel. How
1: does Grandma yeah. feel? Yeah. How does Grandma feel? I Which, I mean, again, it's not it's, it's not, not her fault. fault, but also that's a lot of guilt. Like, oh, if she could have walked in if, and if saved she, one, yep. save two, save three. If, yeah, she if she would have been all. there
0: on time, tar- yeah. But then again, you can't put that blame on. No,
1: her. It, but that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like it's not. But her it's her just fault. it just goes back to the fact
2: that they did not take it serious mm-hmm. enough right. when it was something that needed to be taken right. extremely seriously. You should.
1: I think
0: you should always take somebody who's reaching out. for Always overreact.
2: Oh, yeah. I always think overreact because you can apologize and fix your mistakes for overreacting. But if you underreact, it's too late. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now you have five dead kids. That's true. That's true. I mean, it I doesn't mean, have to be I'm, that
1: serious, but yeah. I mean, in this case, <laughs> yes, in this case, we're absolutely. With most part of depression
2: case, and psychosis, but, but
0: I think I think Danielle has a, a a sense of truth in like you know saying that it's better to over not just say overreact, but to assume and take it, ser- mm-hmm. take it seriously. take it seriously, versus like oh no, you're fine, you're fine, you're it's fine, fine. it's you're okay, fine. it's okay, you know. And um, I think that something to kind of leave our listeners with this debate, this kind of mental thought and, you know, to take care of one, to take care of yourself Mm
2: -hmm. and to
0: be mindful of how your loved ones are taking care of themselves. Whether you know somebody who's in mental illness, who maybe you're struggling with it yourself, there's no shame in asking for help and there's no shame in offering help. Even if you think, or I don't think you don't don't be afraid to offer more. Yep. Don't Here's don't be I'll afraid to offer you, more.
2: As a new mom, if you know somebody who's a new mom who just had a baby, you fucking go to their house and you hold that baby so that mom can take a shower. That's how you reach out for mm-hmm. your friends. You know what I mean? It's little shit like that. Hold for the them baby. You bring the coffee over. Hold the baby so that she can go take a nap. So she can go wash the vomit out of her hair. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you don't have to show up with an elegant meal. You don't have to no. show up with doctors, but a village, I don't want to be Village, that. So, reach out to people
0: and just take care of each other, be there for each other. And yeah, it's getting so deep. I love you all. I'm gonna cry. Okay, Fear this is all super cry. important, and I love you guys so much. But love before you, we run you. out of time, mm-hmm. I want to say I love you, and again, just kind of leave this thought with all of our listeners. I know it got a little deep, but with that's what we're here for. We love the deep. We love the unsolved. We love the solved. The things the that leave us closure card. with, but then also things that you kind of, again, leave us lingering. Absolutely. Let's, it leave, it, let's leave it lingering tonight. All right, all right. Let it linger. All right, all right, all right, ladies. Signing off. off. It's
2: a Texas size 10. Big right. 10 for Bye.
0: howdy dowdy. Good night and good day, ladies. Stay fresh. Cheese bags. Cheese bags.